Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another show, another Empowered Love show. And today's show is another Narcissistic Central show which happens once a month. So welcome to everybody from the UK, the US. Uh, We even have people from the Philippines listening now, which is absolutely wonderful. And from other parts of Europe and New Zealand and, of course, my home country, Australia. So it's lovely to have you listening in and you can always uh, listen to the shows in archives. And remember to mark this show as a favorite and you can actually do that on the Snap Out of It page so that you're always notified about the shows coming up and what's going on. And also, too, um, if you're not already a Facebook friend of mine or on my fan page, you can go to www.melanietoniaevans.com and you'll always get updates of shows and what's going on there as well, which is really handy to have. So today's show, I'm flying solo, which is a pretty cool thing to do sometimes. Because then, you know, I'm the only person talking and I can say whatever I want. But uh, no. So, you know, look, Ali's just been flat out. We've got a whole lot of stuff we're organising and doing at the moment. And uh, she's down in Melbourne and we're organising some YouTube stuff and uh, she's coming down on the weekend. So she's just way too busy to be able to be doing the show today with me. So that's why I'm doing it alone. So anyone who wants to be in the chat room asking questions, I can answer them directly. And if anybody wants to call in too, by all means, you certainly, certainly can today. And uh, you'll be able to see the call-in number, which is on the the radio page. So all good. So what I'm going to be talking about today is the resources for narcissism because, as a lot of you will be aware, narcissism narcissism is an extremely hot topic it's a worldwide epidemic and unfortunately it's a massive massive problem and uh, you know really interesting I had a counsellor ring me up uh, yesterday and a lot of counsellors do and quite a few psychologists do and I get contact from them all over the world and you know what they're really saying is this is great we're starting to be able to recognize what's going on here we're recognizing that a lot of our clients are narcissistically abused and we're also recognizing that we do have some clients that have got narcissistic tendencies so it's a very very useful thing to identify but what this show is about today we're looking I'm really focusing on the recovery of people that have been abused by narcissists because that's my life story and countless other women that I know and I will stress again on this show that even though this show is positioned at women most definitely men do suffer narcissistic abuse as well and it can be crippling no matter what gender you are 
but you know that my interest is uh, specifically women because by the very nature of women, women generally tend to hang on and try to fix and don't let go as easily as what the general man will. And therefore, statistically and logically and emotionally, women can suffer horrendous consequences as a result of narcissistic abuse. And as a woman, and I think as any woman out there, once you understand what narcissism is and what narcissistic abuse looks like, I think you could really get that either you have experienced it or a woman that you know has experienced it because that's the level of the epidemic that we're working with. And obviously in countries like uh, Middle Eastern countries, some Indian communities, etc., you know, it can be extremely prevalent and very much a model. But even in our Western uh, societies, it is still rampant. And that's why this information is extremely important. And it's extremely important that the education gets out there so that not only can we recover in our generation of females and take back our power and not be susceptible to narcissistic abuse, but we can also educate our future generations, our daughters. As in, uh, and really, you know, this sort of information should be given to young girls and ladies before they start dating so that they know how to avoid this. Because for any of you that have been narcissistically abused or you're viewing people that you know that have been, it's crippling. And many people never recover unless they can actually find the resources to do so. So that's what these shows are all about. And I'm incredibly passionate about this. So this show is about empowered abuse recovery. And what's really prevalent out there in the world is narcissistic forums that Unfortunately, and look, you know, I'm not going to hold back on this because I'm very passionate about this, that there is way too much going on out there in narcissistic forums about victim and about women that are on those forums three to five to even sometimes a decade down the track that are still stuck in the pain and, you know, I will never forgive, I will never recover, my life has been destroyed etc 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 now I know with the dozens more than dozens of clients that I've worked with that you know have been looking for uh, resources and all sorts of things the ones that have got onto narcissistic forums initially to get information about the narcissist and understand the narcissist is extremely important and I'm going to talk about some articles that I provide that can really really help with that but what happens if you're getting stuck in the victim story and you're going over and over and over and if you're reading posts by women that are, that are going on and on and on about the destruction of their life, my clients who have gone onto those forums have said to me, it's depressing, it's horrible. You know, I go on there and, and I'm just stuck in the narcissistic muck um, I'm reliving the pain, I'm, you know, I'm getting into everybody else's pain and really what we're doing is having an anti-narcissist session but I don't feel any better as a result after that. Now, a lot of the problems with contemporary counselling with narcissism is very, very similar because you may be going and talking about your pain and what happened and you're going over and over and over it again 
But what you are really needing to do is move on and recover and become empowered. Now, until those sorts of resources are going to be available, narcissism is going to remain rampant because what happens is with narcissistic abuse victims, if they don't recover, they either stay alone and, and cynical or broken or they've got an extremely good chance of procuring another narcissistic relationship because... And my shows are metaphysical. They're about law of attraction, which is about ultimate realities and getting down to the truth of the matter. And the very truth of the matter is whatever emotions that you are carrying that are your vibration is exactly what you're going to attract and maintain in your life. So there are two ways to live life. And it, it boils down to two very simple principles. One is acceptance and one is resistance. And resistance means that something that's happened to me in life, I judge it, I don't like it, I haven't got the gift or the reason out of it or the solution in it, I'm still stuck in it and I don't like it. Now whatever you're resisting in life will persist and it will persist and it will keep going in your life. And I think, you know, most people know that expression, what you resist will persist. But what they don't really realize maybe is where that statement comes from and what it really actually means and what it really actually means is that if you're in resistance you're not in true self you're in a state of pain and if you're in that state you are going to keep attracting everything that hurts you that represents that resistance so when you can get out of the resistance and into acceptance it means that you're on a totally different vibration to that charge and that pain and when you're on a different vibration to it it means that it's not your reality it's not going to be attracted into your life and you're not going to wrestle and fight with it and try and hook it up and change it to make yourself feel better so what resistance is saying is I need to change something in the world for me to be happy which is a complete illusion because you don't need to change anything in the world to be happy you need to change yourself and that's acceptance so the goal with narcissistic abuse is to get out of all of that resistance and that pain to get into acceptance and that requires empowerment. So the normal banging on about how much this has hurt me, what he did to me, the victim that I am, is staying in resistance. It's not shifting out and through that into acceptance. And unfortunately, the society model of victims is not offering empowerment. And I'm not talking about the metaphysical empowerment solutions and the great writers and healers and teachers on this planet. They've got it. I'm talking about the normal society resources are not doing this. They're old models that aren't working. Hence why there's so much repeat therapy, there's so much medicating there's all of those things that really all they're trying to do is ease the pain of resistance but they're never fixing it so with narcissistic abuse it is an enormous issue enormous and look you know I've been through a lot in my life on different levels but narcissistic abuse was the thing that I found the most painful, the most difficult and the most soul-destroying episode of my entire life to heal. And I really think that narcissistic abuse is very, very uh, responsible because it's relationship pain, whether it be through a mother or father. 
uh, and often a lover or a husband or a wife, but it's that sort of pain that brings people to their knees. And it's that sort of pain that if it's not relieved and it's not worked through, will cripple your entire life and can cripple generations to come as well. So I really think that it's, I believe that it's a major cause of things like suicide, drug addiction, alcoholism, you know, all sorts of, of aspects of life where we're in self-destructive or, or self-despising uh, roles where we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting others can often be as a result of narcissistic abuse. So, and when we look at uh, the me versus you structure of the world and how it's going and all the major dictators that were, you know, the Stalins, the Hitlers, the um, Saddam Husseins, they're narcissists. So, you know, every pain and every attack and brutality in life is to do with narcissism. So this affects all of us on every level. So narcissistic abuse is just the sort of thing that if you're just going to bang on about the pain and you're going to stay stuck in your focus on the narcissist, you actually feed narcissism. You really, really do. And it's a pure law of attraction uh, thing to understand that whatever you put your focus on, you increase it. And that's why Mother Teresa said, if you want to stop war, put your focus on peace. And stop trying to fight wars. And it's very, very true. And narcissism is, a, is just a massive example of that. So when talking about the resources that can be offered, that can make a difference, uh, one of the initiatives that I'm going to be, well, which is being set up in the background at the moment, is going to be the website Narcissistic Central. And it's going to be really, really fantastic because there's going to be a forum that is on there that is all about people conjoining, yes, absolutely, in the information about what a narcissist is, but so much more than that. It's going to be about, okay, well, now that I've understood that I was abused by a narcissist and maybe it was a love partner, maybe it was my mum, my dad, maybe it's been going on for my whole life. But this is going to be about how do I reclaim myself? How do I recover? And how do I work out what this was really about so that this can be grist for the mill of myself so that I can claim and create myself in a way that I was always intended to be? Because as I've said so many times on this show, and I'll say it time and time again, the narcissistic experience that I had has been the greatest gift of my life in order to be able to really sort out my boundary functions, sort out my codependencies and create myself at a true level. And what a true level creation means is that I can be free to be myself regardless of what life and others is or isn't doing. And that I can be the creator of my life without having that reliant on any particular personal situation. So I became a force to myself. Now narcissism in everybody's life is offering them exactly the same opportunity as I fortunately understood and grabbed hold of and, and ran with it. Because you know what? I had no choice. If I wasn't going to do that, I was going to end up crippled, medicated with antipsychotics and I would have been gone. I would have been finished. 
And so with so many people, narcissism is a make or break deal. It really is. Because the pain, the anguish of it, the irreconcilable um, behavior, the, the things that you cannot make sense of in a normal human model are the things that make narcissism so difficult to heal from. So you can't do it in a normal human head way. It's just impossible. And that's why so many therapists believe that a narcissistically damaged individual by a pathological narcissist can be decades if they do recover. But that's the general model in psychology. So you need something much greater than that to get through. And I think the problem is that we were all brought up to believe in systems. You know, we believed in, uh, we believed in our government, we believed in our doctors, we believed in our, in our psychologists, we believed in religion, we believed in so many structures that, you know, and when we look at things like technology, which is upgrading, updating at just this incredible lightning fast pace, and our systems aren't. So, you know, and the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. You know, I know that when I do quite a healing work with an individual, the shift and the evolution I can give them in an hour would be three months of therapy. And that's no exaggeration. Sometimes more than three months of therapy, if not three years of therapy. So we've got to look at solutions, we've got to look at the gift, and we've got to look at what we can actually do as a result of this. So just, you know, because there's a lot of narcissistic central shows that we've done, but what I really want to talk about today is the resources, is the things that you can do, because with narcissism, it's not about time heals all wounds. It's not about once the narcissist is out of my life, then I'm going to be better. You know, that we're talking about normal relationship breakdowns when we look at that model. It doesn't work for narcissistic abuse. It's so much more than that. So and unfortunately, even a lot of psychology and counsellors that will even recognise narcissism and a lot of them don't even know it and have certainly never been through it, you know, that might be their model that once you get out, you're going to be okay. You're going to start getting better. You know, it'll just take some time to get over this. And I've heard that so many times. And it's not the case. It really isn't the case. You've got to do more than that. You've got to be getting empowered and you've got to evolve in order to be able to heal this. So you have to rise up from being a human being in judgment and resistance into a human being that goes into evolution, empowerment and acceptance. And once you actually get into that space and once you do it and get the relief from the narcissistic abuse, all of your life transforms and becomes this just incredible experience and you're just going to wonder why on earth did I, didn't I do this previously because you will see just how it changes every area of your life in the most incredible, amazing ways. So I just want to remind you people in the chat room because I'm solo today, if any of you want to put up any questions at any time, uh, I'm happy to answer them. So you can go for that if you wish to do that. Okay, so just to start off with the resources, so the resources that are really specific to the moving on and the getting empowered, and I'm going to talk a little bit about them. So firstly, you can access all of these resources on my website, which is www 
Melanie Tonia, which is T-O-N-I-A-Evans.com. And the first one is there's a whole heap of free articles which are on my website that anyone can access. Now, there's a brand new article that's gone up there which is called Dealing with Narcissism. And you'll find that right up the top of the article se- uh, section. And look, I'm really, really pleased with this, uh, with this article. It's one that's come through just recently. And really what it's about, it's about people really understanding the results of narcissistic abuse and what actually happens, how it defies all logic, and what is necessary to recover and why cognitive head therapy is not enough to get that recovery. So, and I really, really hope that not just people that are narcissistically abused read that article, but you actually pass it on to people around you for support so that people around you understand or start to get an understanding of what it is that you're actually going through. Because I know as a woman, I used to look back at women that now I know were narcissistically abused and I really had very little, um, I felt sorry for them, I thought it was awful, but I could not fathom how they couldn't just get up and walk out and get out of that relationship and just refuse to be treated like that anymore when it was so obvious that they were being abused and maimed. And it wasn't until this actually happened to me that I really got it, that when you are narcissistically abused, what seems rational, what seems like you should do is virtually impossible to do and it looks like it just doesn't make sense. But when you're in it and you're trapped in it and you're hooked on it, None of it makes sense, but it is that powerful, it is almost impossible to break free of. So, you know, it's really important that if you want support and you want understanding from people, that get them onto that article so that they can start to get some understanding of what you're going to be going through. Now, also, too, in the article section, there's a lot of great articles, and most of them are up in the top section, that are really important with narcissism. So, codependency is a really, really big aspect of narcissism. So what codependency is, is it means it's really the normal human model. It's about trying to be happy by basing ourselves on things outside of ourselves. And that might seem like normal human behaviour, and it is normal human behaviour. But the problem with codependency is, is, and especially as women, it's so much of our DNA that we can go into, I'm nothing without a man, I need to secure a man, and once I've got a man, I need to hang on to that man. And what can happen with codependency, with that DNA uh, glitch, is that women can be very codependently hanging on to a narcissist and trying to fix or change the narcissist in order to put their life back together, which is really ironic when it's actually that person that's ripping her life apart. And this is all too common. And the really interesting thing about it is, is it often happens with intelligent people. So highly codependent people clinging to narcissists are usually people that are battlers in life. They're usually quite intelligent. They're usually quite resourceful. They usually don't give up easily. And they're people that can turn their lives around. But the problem is, is they've been able to turn other areas of their life around and survive, but with the narcissist, 
you cannot win. You're not meant to win. You're not meant to beat him. That's not actually what it's about and it's an impossibility to do that. And by trying to hang on to do that, that's how the narcissist hooks you and keeps you in the game. So, you know, it's very, very hard for codependents, intelligent, resourceful codependents that are usually quite strong-willed to learn how to let go is massive. And codependency and healing codependency is about learning how to let go of what you cannot control and get control of yourself. So, you know, in the human egoic model, it means failing. But in an evolved accepting model, it means that's not my reality. My energy would be better focused into something else and creating something else rather than ripping myself apart, which is what codependency does. So that article is very important. The boundaries article is also very, very powerful. Learning about boundaries is is an imperative part of breaking out of codependency. So your boundaries define who you are and who you are not. And when we understand boundaries on a law of attraction ultimate reality level, we can start to get very succinct and very clear with our boundaries and know it's actually win-win. So that's boundaries are everything. And my experience with women is that women traditionally have extremely poor boundaries because as women we were taught to give we were taught to put ourselves down the end of the line we were taught to look after everybody else now you know that model might have worked a little bit better a couple of generations ago but now it's a disaster because our whole society is shifting and moving up into equality now unless women learn how to respect themselves they cannot expect to be respected by a love partner. And the great thing is, is that when you really understand boundaries and you move up into respecting yourself, you drop all of your mother's and her ancestors, female ancestors' belief is that men only love me if I give them everything they want. Now the model is men are only going to love you when you learn how to love and respect yourself. And great men do love that. They step up. There are way too many women with no boundaries, not getting respected, which has really created men losing a lot of respect for the female species. So we need to make big, big shifts on that level. And when you do, you get amazing and beautiful results, absolutely. And you will be treated like a princess when you learn how to look after yourself and honour yourself. Okay, also to common narcissistic expressions and behaviours is also one of the articles that's up on the website, up in the top section. And that's been a really popular article that gets thousands and thousands of hits worldwide. And that will really help you define the language and the behavior that you can't make sense of. And I think it's very important to look at checklists when you're dealing with people in your life so you can go, oh my goodness. Because the interesting thing is, is that narcissists often came, they, they really do follow the same sort of um, behavior. They really, really do. They come out of the same handbook. Now, there's been a question on the, uh, in the chat room. So I'm just going to read this out. Does your book address a cerebral narcissist? I don't know if my husband is gay or simply uninterested in sex at all. I know he is incapable of intimacy. Okay, now for the person who wrote that, yes, my book does, although not directly. There's a lot, 
you know, we've got the somatic or the cerebral narcissist. They're really the two main categories. And the cerebral is the one that uses intelligence for supply. And the somatic is the one that uses his body or sexuality for supply. Okay. So, look, the reality is, is you know, uh, Sam Batkin's got a lot of good stuff on the cerebral narcissist. But I think the bottom line is, is that if you do have a husband that is uninterested in sex, and incapable of intimacy, this is about boundaries, this is about checking in with him and saying to him, you know, do you want to have the goal that we build a relationship together? Do you want to have the goal that we have intimacy? Are we on the same page? Are we on the same team? Is this where you want to go? Because if that's not where he wants to go and he doesn't want to work through that or work towards that, well, then you don't have a relationship. You know, one person in a relationship trying to work at it never works. So you need to really ascertain uh, and have that boundary and be prepared to honour yourself and say, well, you know, if that's not where he wants to go and that's not his goal with us, you've got, well, really, you've got to ask yourself, am I prepared to live with that? Because that's what I've got. Because the man you've chosen and the man he's become is the man you've got if he doesn't want to change. Because you can't force him to change. Or you would say to yourself, well, look, I know that as an unlimited being that I can honour myself, I can move on and I can create a relationship where there is real intimacy. Because if you want it, it exists for you. You've just got to line up with it. But whenever we're participating with less than and saying that's okay simply by the fact of staying on, well, then that's all you're going to get. So something has to change. And that's all about boundary function. Most definitely. So I hope that answers your question. And if you <clears throat> if you have anything um, in response to that, just put it up in the chat room because we can move on with that. So so also too, narcissism understood is um, a powerful article. That's just, so there's three main narcissistic articles that are available on the website now. Are you being abused? Is a great article that you can look into, which is really categorizing what is abuse and what isn't abuse. Because I know when I went through my abusive journey, there were so many things that I didn't even realize were abuse. And I think a lot of women don't because we weren't brought up to really get what is okay and what isn't okay. And what might be okay for somebody may not be okay for somebody else. But yeah, okay, so you've responded back. I know I need help to set boundaries. Fantastic. And when you recognize you need help to set boundaries, then you make that your mission, you know, because that's your key in this situation as it is in so many situations. And, you know, to set boundaries really is information and it may also be some energetic shifts like quantum healing, which is going to get rid of the fear of not setting boundaries and the knowing, the knowing of how to walk into them and set them, which means you will then set them. Okay, so the Are You Being Abused uh, article is invaluable if you really want to understand what is okay and what isn't okay. Pathological Jealousy is another powerful article and that actually covers pathological envy as well as jealousy, which is very, very much a model of a narcissist. So you may be, you know, if you're feeling like the enemy in a relationship and you're feeling like it's incredibly competitive and it's tit for tat, that's a great article to read because you'll start to understand what's really going on there. Also, overcoming relationship addiction is a really important article 
because if you're with a narc or if you're really not getting your needs met and you're hanging in and you're trying to fix or change or you're just hanging in and hoping it's going to change, really what you are dealing with is relationship addiction to varying degrees. So it may be uh, something that keeps you hooked in that you know you think you can live with or it may be that extreme and really falling into the extreme codependent model where you are losing yourself so badly you feel like you're being torn apart. Okay, so they're the free resources that are on the website that are really, really important resources that you can access. Also too, for more specific empowered information, you can look into my e-books which are very, very affordable and they come in sets too with greater discounts. So how to recognize and heal codependency. Okay, we'll really give you an idea of how to get out of codependency and how to apply that in your everyday life. How to understand and implement boundary function is another one that, you know, I'll say it again, boundaries are everything. And when I first got into uh, boundary awareness, I read a lot of books, I did a lot of research, because I really found that through codependency because I realized that uh, I was massively codependent. And then I really realized that I'd always been scared of speaking up, I'd been scared of laying boundaries, uh, and it had just been a real horror thing in my life where I just always wanted to try and keep the peace until, of course, I'd get pushed to a point where it became unbearable and unlivable and then I'd explode and then that wouldn't do any good either. So, you know, and I think a lot of women do this. I know a lot of women do this, that men are much better. Uh, there can be men, of course, that struggle with boundaries as well, but men are much better at setting boundaries than what women are. Women... We go way too far into the emotion, the what-ifs. Uh, you know, if I set this boundary, does that mean that I'm going to be abandoned? Am I going to be criticized? Is he going to leave me? Am I going to get attacked? Am I going to get demeaned? Am I going to get um, hurt? You know, all those sorts of things. So when we don't understand that we're the force to ourselves that is creating the reality of everything in our life, we really struggle with boundaries. And that is the codependent model. My life is dependent on things outside of me. And what we haven't realized in that model is pure law of attraction and being the creator that we are, it's actually whatever we're setting up for ourselves on an inner level and living to whatever values is exactly what life will start giving us. So, you know, the mess on the outside is reflecting the lack of integrity and I don't mean about um, being a liar. I mean you're not backing your truth. That's lack of integrity. And if you were to think of a ship's hull, if it lacks integrity, it cracks, it leaks. And it's the same with ourselves. And when we leak, what it is is self-esteem. Because if your integrity, if your hull isn't solid you're not holding that self-esteem in and working with it. It leaks out. And also, too, people can leech on your self-esteem. People can poison you with their arrows from the outside that come straight through your hull. So we end up a mess and we end up being nowhere near functioning in the state that we'd like to function in when we have poor boundary function. So boundary function is everything. 
boundary function, often we get caught up in also the guilt and the responsibility and I feel sorry for him and or her. And, you know, I need to, you know, well, maybe if I just... And, and I think, uh, sadly, it was a lot of the religious model that if I just give and give and give and give and give, that I'm going to get back. You know, I need to be self-sacrificial. I need to be the martyr. And being the martyr or self-sacrificial isn't helping anybody. You're not helping yourself because you're cracking. And you're not helping abusers or people that are not living through their truth because all you do is enable them to stay stuck and they can be as codependent as they like because the interesting thing is is then not only are you trying to fix them and help them, they're going to expect you to and when something goes wrong in their life, they're going to play victim and they're going to blame you for not fixing it for them. So everybody stays stuck and disempowered and in pain when we play the martyr. So none of that's healthy. So in that ebook, How to Understand and Implement Boundary Function, you know, I think there's over 40 pages of you know A4 writing in there, which is a lot of information. But you will understand that this is not about uh, self-sacrificing and giving and being known as the wonderful giving person. You know, the wonderful giving person that does everything for everybody does not end up with any prizes. They just end up with people expecting and then getting angry and upset with them when they don't do it. So that's no way anybody wants to live. And unfortunately, our mothers may have lived like that and their mothers may have lived like that, but it's really time to wake up and... As Dede would say, snap out of it and stop doing it. Okay, also the ebook, How to Recognize and Heal from Narcissistic Abuse, is incredibly powerful. It's very much solution based, it's very much inspiration based, and it's very much based about getting you out of the pain and into the evolution of it and, and your empowerment out of it. So if you have had narcissistic abuse, I really do recommend that. And also, too, that book will also uh, also brings about the understanding of how to recognize an arc, because this is really, really important for recovering women and all women. That I really believe that 16% of the community is highly narcissistic. Now, that's a lot of people out there that are narcs. So really what you need to understand is what constitutes a narc and how to narc proof yourself, especially if you're looking at creating a new love relationship so that you don't fall into that trap as so many people do because you know most narcissists are out there procuring relationships. They want relationships. They're not going to sit at home lonely and empty without narcissistic supply, without trying to get relationships going. So they hook up with people and women are very, very susceptible to that stuff. So I've just had a note. Okay, so we've just got on the... You're showing articles are the only ones I've found that are about empowerment and life after the narcissist instead of focusing on victimhood. And look, thank you for that comment because it's great you've recognised that because that's what I'm so passionate about doing. You know, I, I, I think I was lucky in a lot of ways because when... I'd had the narcissistic abuse. 
um, I really didn't go for external resources apart from to really identify that my ex-partner was a narc and to get really clear on that. And fortunately, I really focused on the empowerment because I knew that that was the only way I was going to get through. So I, I actually do uh, really feel for women that get stuck on the forums and the victimhood rather than going for the solutions. I mean, I was lucky. I was already a healer and I was already metaphysical and I knew how true the level which needs to take place for true healing to occur. I already knew that. I was lucky. So, you know, that's where I went to with it. But there's a lot of women out there that are very mainstream inclined and really locked into that old model that just do not have to suffer the ongoing torment of narcissistic abuse. They can absolutely heal from it and find their solutions. So, you know, in regard to the e-books, and this goes back to uh, identifying narcissists, also in the Empowered Dating section, there's a lot of information in there, in the e-books, which is about how do I learn how to date again? But how do I learn how to date in a more empowered way than I never realized? So that A, I'm not proofed and B, I can really create myself as a great woman who gets a great guy. Now all of this stuff that I formulated, that I wrote, that I put together, that I researched, that I went out on the dating field and, and it was amazing for me as a woman who used to like sweat and shake with a, if a man came within 10 paces of me because of the level of pathological jealousy of my ex-narcissist. And that took a long time to recover all of that. You know, I wish that 50% of the population fell off the planet. It would have made my life a lot easier. But after recovering out of all of that and getting out, of, out in dating and really knowing that I could hold my power and, and my energy and do boundaries and be respected and really seeing, you know, good guys stepping up you know, who really wanted to come in and be exclusive and, you know, really uh, wanted to to find an equal partner. It, it was an incredible journey for me to get out of narcissistic, chauvinistic, um, misogynist men to great guys because great guys do exist. And the wonderful finish to that tale is I have the most incredible partner in my life now that is just so supportive and so right for me on every level and is just all about love and fulfillment and support. There's just none of that old data or material in my life at all. But I had to work at it and I wasn't just going to fluke that and I'd come from a background of abuse. So there was no way known that I was just going to get out on the dating field with all that abuse charge in my body and run into a great guy and for it to fall into place. And quite honestly, if I had done the work on myself that I had, there's no way known that I could have accepted this fully present, committed, intimate, conjoined partnership. I couldn't have done it. I would have run from it. I would have sabotaged it. I would, it would have freaked me out. No. So what I'm saying to you is that when you are coming through and when you are healing and when you're working on self and if you're wanting another partner in your life, 
or you're even wanting to really look at the partnership you've got and say, is this the right partnership for me? You need to work out the facts on it and what constitutes a good partner for your partner and also for yourself. So all of my dating ebooks are about that. So the first one is how to become confident and irresistible. And I actually think that this was the most popular ebook I've ever done. And women have loved this ebook because what it is about is about filling yourself so that you can be full, so that you can create a life from that place. And it means that you're not needy, you're not empty, you don't have to take second best. And you don't have to try and turn crumbs into cookies when you're full and powerful and confident. People are either going to step up into that space with you or they're not. And if they don't, you will attract and maintain people that do. How to become inspired to date is all about getting out of all of the fear of purposeful dating. So for single women out there, especially the ones that have had narcissistic abuse, we really need to understand law of attraction is specific. Whatever you put focus and energy into in a positive, inspired, empowered way, you are going to create as reality in your life. So whether that be a job, a sport, a goal, a holiday, whatever, a relationship is no different. I hear so many women say all the time, and I used to be one of them, it'll happen when it happens. He'll turn up when the time is right. Look, I'm sorry, but that goes against all of law of attraction philosophies. It really does. Because what you're saying is, I am too scared to go out there and create my goal. Most women hate dating. There's two types of women that date. There's the ones that absolutely just throw themselves at guys hoping it's going to work, and it doesn't. Or there's the ones that are just too terrified to meet men because he may be sleazy, I might be able to trust myself, what if I get taken in, what if I get screwed over, what if I get lied to and they'll just you know, go about everyday life hoping that a guy comes along. Now there's a real danger with that, one that the guy won't come along that you're attracted to and two if one does come along that you are attracted to, you're going to grab him and you're going to try and make it work no matter who he is. So apart from, you cannot create your goal if you're not putting thought, word and deed into it. Not powerfully anyway. You know, it's potluck. So I'm very passionate and I have a lot of clients that I work with um, as dating coaching clients. Or they do quantum healing around dating, which is, is incredibly powerful. And, that's, and, and then they start internet dating, which is what I did. And that was an incredible experience in my life that was just so empowering. If I could have done it from the space I was in, anyone can do it. And I ended up loving it, enjoyed it, and felt incredibly comfortable in Mayo's company and very, very comfortable with defining who was healthy and who wasn't healthy and absolutely narc-proofed myself. No narcissist could get through my boundaries and my understanding of narcissism. And as I'd identified them along the way, it was just such an easy thing to not connect and keep moving. So, so many women are so scared of having a relationship again, understandably, and so was I. But once you, and the problem is, whatever we fear, we create. So, you know, your body, your matrix may have so much fear, it will set up a system where nobody comes in. Love equals destruction, pain, fear. I'm going to keep you safe. Right, we're not going to have a relationship come into your life. A lot of women are in that. And that's why for the last three, four, five years, nobody's come along. Nothing has come along. Or, or that fear 
will be very much about, I don't like that, it's a resistance, it's a judgment, I need to change that to make myself happy. So in other words, often what we do is we're procuring relationships that relate to our father that we could never fix. We're still trying to fix our father. So what will happen is you will just get one painful relationship after the next, after the next, after the next. So education is vital to break the patterns. Also too, a lot of women are attracted to men and believe that that attraction is the relationship. It's the basis for the relationship. No, it's not. And I would even challenge you to say that an attraction to somebody, if you've come from an abuse background, is actually a warning signal to tell you that this person is probably the wrong person. So there's so much about that in all of my Empowered Dating eBooks, which are just really, really important. Okay, you can also move on to the other resources in the eBooks is How to Set Yourself Free with Forgiveness. Vital, vital. It's in the Empowered Living section. It's a vital life skill. There's a fantastic procedure in there, uh, which is a journaling process which takes you through from resistance into acceptance and release. Plus it explains to you why to forgive and that you're not actually letting somebody off the hook you actually put them in an energetic space of being accountable when you forgive and you let go of the toxicity of it so there's so many good motivations to forgive and it really is win-win uh, and it's just correct it's the right thing to do so if you know you're hanging on to stuff from your past that I cannot recommend highly enough also, How to Align Your Emotions with Logic is uh, a great book. Narcissistic abuse absolutely throws you into your head. In fact, you are manically going to be able to try and work out what went on and it's just insane. It is totally insane. I've been there. I know what it's like. So that book is just really, really... Uh, it's just great life skill, actually, to get out of your head and out of the what-ifs and the past and the future so that you can get empowered in the now and stop obsessing over what is out of your control and get back to where it's all really going on, which is within yourself. So once you control yourself and you can get aligned, life starts working for you instead of against you. So that book is great. I mean, you know, I like all my books. I might be a bit biased, but, you know, there were specific reasons why they were written and a lot of it really is around abuse recovery and getting ourselves right. How to trust and empower your ability to manifest. We lose so much trust and faith in ourselves and in life and in others when we've been narcissistically abused. Absolutely. So you know that book is incredibly powerful to assist you with how to trust and align with yourself and how to know you are a creator instead of a victim. Because they're the two models, victim, co-creator. Empower co-creator. So, and you can go. When you have been narcissistically abused, you are the ultimate victim. Your whole life was trashed. Okay? When you come out of that and you work on yourself, you have got the potential to be an empowered co-creator. And then when you trust yourself, you start trusting life. And you also realize that you're the manifester and the creator regardless of what anybody else is or isn't doing. And you don't have to trust other people. You just have to trust yourself and your own internal power. But within that is all of the systems and the procedures 
to manifest from a true level. So this just isn't about the visualization stuff and a lot of the other stuff that's out there. This is about the actual vibrational truth of manifestation and how to do it and how to make it work for you on a daily basis. Okay. Now, really what I do suggest when people do come forward, whether it be through email or um, uh, whether it be through email or whether they phone up, people that are in a lot of trauma and a lot of pain, absolutely, corner healing. Corner healing is an incredible solution. And, you know, it's growing in popularity because what it really is showing people that rather than trying to fix it through their mind, they can fix it directly on a feeling, emotional level instantly. So we all know what pain's like. Pain's horrific. Emotional pain is worse than getting hit with a cricket bat, as far as I'm concerned. And when we've got emotional pain, we're confused, we're stuck, we're anguished, we feel crippled in our ability to operate. It's just horrific. Quantum healing removes that instantly. And I mean instantly. And that's why it carries a full money-back guarantee. Because what it does is so powerful and so quick that if you don't feel it and you don't know it at the time of the healing, you get your money back. Now, there is no healing modality I know of on the planet that offers a money-back guarantee after your session. Quantum healing does. So for anybody out there who's had enough of pain, stop trying to fight in it and get some work done on it because until you do, you really won't understand what this is about and what quantum healing is about. You can read up on it. I know people read up about it and they say, can you really explain it? And I say to them, look, you know, I probably can't any more than the articles and the uh, write-up I've put and the philosophy and phenomenon of quantum healing, which is on my website. Power healings, you can listen to them on the radio. Uh, you know, but unless, even my new partner, you know, he's great, he's spiritual, and when he was even listening to some quantum healings, he was like, I, I don't know if I get it. So I said, all right, you know, if you're up for it, let's do it. So the first quantum healing he had, which was an ancient charge, something that had terrorized him for a long, long time, would still bring up pain to the level of, of extreme anguish for him, and anyway, in five minutes, it shifted, it was gone, it wasn't there, he couldn't even find it, you know, and it's still not there. So he's like, wow, now I get it, now I get it. So you don't have to suffer, you don't have to do pain, and that's what this stuff is all about. Group power healings are growing and growing in popularity, and I'm so excited about the results of those. They're a really, really affordable way to get healing and evolution and empowerment, and there was a lot of narcissistic victims during the group power healing and they're often doing every category because at the moment it's around $13.50 an hour um, Australian for healing and they're getting just incredible results out of it. So the thing is when we are narcissistically abused, there is any evolution connecting to source, working on ourselves, any area of our life is empowering. So with group power healings, there's a lot of topics that are very specific to narcissistic abuse and then there's others which are just about general everyday empowerment. But a lot of narc victims are doing these group power healings and actually there's going to be initiatives, uh, hopefully, that we're working on at the moment to get them into um, domestic violence 
uh, avenues and shelters and that sort of thing so that we can really, really work with women that really, really need that level of empowerment. But, uh, you know, if you're wanting to do quantum healing and also to the group power healings, which is going to be updated on the site soon, they are going, well, they have. You know, verbally they have and it's going to be put in terms and conditions, but they carry a full money-back guarantee as well. So you are not risking anything to give quantum healing a go and you can give it a go if you get a three for two um, or you can do one session, book one session for 19.90. You're putting up $20 for an hour of healing and you can get that money back if it doesn't work for you. But I cannot stress enough the quantum leap you're going to have in yourself. Also to the journaling programs which are the Empowered Relationships e-course and the Empowered Dating e-course. A very, very powerful 10-module self-help question, answer, information where you just follow the procedures, you write, you answer questions. Now in the first one, Empowered Relationships, you're working through codependency, boundary function and uh, healing from abuse, which is just about your whole life will improve, every area of it. And that course is so powerful in working through boundaries, it, codependency, the whole bit. So the clients that have had incredible results are often the ones that do journaling programs as well and really, really commit to it. The second one is the Empowered Dating e-course, which is actually being um, promoted in our newsletters at the moment. And for people that are really want to create real love, these are all of the procedures and the things that I did, that many of my clients do, that work. The results work. So if you're sick of being single and you don't want to wait anymore, you can get on it and start working on creating that life partner that you really deserve. So... So anyway, we're now nearly at the end of the program. So I'd love you, you know, to go on the website, have a look at the articles. Please go and have a look at the new article and really circulate it to people. Uh, also to, you know, there's a lot of people out there now that are posting on these forums, actually pointing to articles and things that can raise the vibration out of victimhood into empowerment. So please do your bit if you can as well. Um, and email me if you are doing your bit because people that are out there and actually spreading the word, you are getting rewarded, things like free numerology profiles, etc. And I want to give back to you, and Ellie does too, for people that really commit to this cause and help out and spread the word. So, you know, it, it should be win-win all over. So anyway, thank you everybody for listening in and I will really, really look forward to speaking next week. And just remember, this is all about helping women and of course men. You know, I do help men as well. But spread the word and really what we want to do is eliminate this narcissistic abuse and what's going on on the planet and really make a difference. And let's get victims out of victims into inspiration, empowerment. They'll benefit, everybody will benefit, and the world will benefit. So lots of love, everybody, and bye-bye. <laughs>